about the way they look and how they rip a body apart. It's Satan's dance floor and this weasel finally gets juiced kind of episode of That Strange Show to the super duper fun room, bitches. That's right. Hope you all had time to unwind and learn the robot dance. Uh, We wore our best faces as we downloaded new parameters and made our way through Monsters of Man. Our last episode was Rambo on steroids. Remember that? Yeah, damn it. (laughs) I was coming in. Speaking of coming in, let's not forget, this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. GetDeadly.com. Grab a bag. Uh, How are you guys? Hi. We're doing fantastic. That's great to hear. You suppose? (laughs) We're We're celebrating how everything's opening. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We're still going to stay home. I've outfitted my home to uh, be home. Yeah, that's so. funny. No, I've been doing a lot of spring cleaning, actually. So yeah. that's funny. Uh, organizing, getting rid of shit, mm-hmm. clearing shit out. When I'm dead, just throw me in the trash. I'm going to be outside in the yard, and I think we'll all fucking feel a lot better. That's right. Fresh air. Fresh air. What? Fresh what, fucking what, air. Fresh what air you, blowing through the mask. What they say? Yeah, what really? they say? Is there? Is there a way that uh, you can get that light inside you? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a way we can inject that sunlight? Yeah. Vitamin D. Oh, hey. hey, hey vitamin D. Vitamin D. Uh, last, last, last episode, I think you guys were on a true crime kick. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys got me bit on that bug because I started listening to some podcasts that Ryan was uh, talking about. Uh, oh, shit. Good stuff. Well, welcome to the Thunderdome. Good stuff, but I can see a big old rabbit hole fucking... <laughs> Boring. Oh, oh no! I've gone. I've gone insane. With the- yeah, I was like, yeah, he's yeah. deep. Yeah, he's no. deep. He's like, he, he called. He's like, dude, did you know? I'm like, yeah. Uh, I, I'm kinda, not even I questioning ca- it at I, this point. I'm I, just whatever they say. Yeah, I'm like, I kind of heard rumblings of that, but tell me more. <laughs> You're like, I need to listen. Which one? What? Which one? Yeah, yeah, which yeah. one did you start listening to? Uh, the uh, unraveled. I think that's the name of it. Oh, that one's the fun one because it's still happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get into it. You can at least mention to people what Unraveled is. Uh, I don't. You know more about it than I do, my friend. I mean, you're listening to it. It's about the Long Island serial killer. That's right. Uh, Robert De Niro's in it, I think. Oh, Jimmy Burke. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought that that was funny that the one scumbag that they keep talking about in it is the same name. As Robert De Niro's character. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, legit. I was like, hmm. That's okay. just who you picture the whole time. No, yeah. legit. No, that's the weird part is like they tell the stories and I just picture Goodfellas De Niro. Yeah. Smoking the cigarette, holding it with his, holding it weird in his hand, staring at women. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Long Island kill you. But yeah, no, nah, I've been doing that and just watching a little bit of TV. You guys watching anything cool? Just the repeat of Impractical Jokers. Oh, and I like that. 
The new episodes have been good. New episodes started up. They have current episodes, Aaron? They're yeah. currently airing yeah. brand new episodes in the COVID in COVID New York. Oh. And it's just it's just another show to watch awkwardly watch them be awkwardly six feet apart from everybody and No, they make it work. It works with the shit it's that they're funny. doing, but it's just I, it's getting like, weird seeing like, new episodes of shit hey, like now, that. Hey now take off your mask. Fucking, this dude gets fucking his ass beat in the fucking New York uh, alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Start coughing oh on the produce. Yeah, yeah. Start coughing on people. Do you want to die? We're catching up with WandaVision. Oh, what episode? Still. What episode? Finish. Yeah, there's uh, one yeah. more episode. Yeah. Oh, they're coming out? I was like, yeah, we missed done. one. There's one no. more. No, we got one more to watch, right? Oh, so, oh, okay. Shit. So. Because this is going to come out in a few weeks. You're up to episode eight, so you got the whole... Tell me where you are before I... My prediction was true. Okay. That the neighbor was Agatha. Morning, Agnes. Stick him up. That made me so fucking happy that they dug that deep. Yeah, they went back to the yeah. Sal- Salem. Yep, she's a Salem witch, but she's... Yep. She's the only... Well, she might be just as powerful as Scarlet Witch. She's... 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 Not as powerful, but the reason I'm, why she's not as powerful uh, is because it's uh, the untapped potential that uh, Scarlet doesn't know about yet. I love that they turn the show into mental illness. Yeah. I'm very happy with that. I mean, they kind of let gave you they let you know real real early into it that it was, yeah it was something going on with her. But I just I love how they developed Vision. Yeah. Right. Like he's not. It's different when they're not like I said. They're not in a in a movie with fourteen other fucking. Yeah, yeah. Well, this. But. Well, that's the thing. Like the they humanized the hell out of them. And I yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why, like, I like that they they because of all the the tie-ins that are going to be happening once this show ends into the MCU. So like, I was going to say that that's this, what I'm looking this, forward to. Yeah. I believe they said that this WandaVision is the launch of the new right. MCU and it's going to lead yeah. into Doctor Strange. Yeah. Realm of and Darkness. she is a big part of the new Doctor Strange. Correct. And so is uh, uh, Mephisto. But uh, I'm dude, I, I'm digging the, the shit out of what they're doing. So you, I was I was sad about yeah. Evan Peters not being real. No, he see I, that was the thing. Like uh, I get it; it was a wink. I yeah. was kind of yeah. mad it was a wink. I was hoping it was gonna be like they're crossing over the characters yeah. to mm-hmm. blend the X Men in. But yeah. then when they revealed it was never real, I was like, oh, yeah. like all right, it was a wink at the other MCU. Correct. Yeah, it just was Evan Peters. So that was like 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 you're saying like you're like I, I was thought, hoping it was going to be yeah, the quicksilver yeah. from yeah. that universe. And, you, and you believe because your mind is so fucked right now. That yeah, you made yourself believe that that was your brother, but he's full of holes somewhere, buried. Because um, she's David, dude. Like that's yeah, it's good. Um, it got really it started good. getting silly. Yeah. Um, like the humor's yeah. pouring out. When they when she sucked up the whole rest of the town, oh, yeah, yeah, and the fucking the circus shit and all that, like that's just that was just gold. Yeah. No, I like I said I earlier uh, when we talked about it on another episode that I I really dug what they did, especially with 
on the last episode where they showed like why she chose to be in the sitcom world because it's a safety right. space mm -hmm. for her, um, safe space for her. So I definitely like that. Uh, that that was used like nostalgia and that warm feeling was used as mm -hmm. a coping mechanism because like when she manifests like the whole house and takes over and creates the whole hex and everything uh that was like total like opening like that was like a deep cry for a normal you know yeah. that deep like no sound cry when you're just like so full of grief and like anguish and that was just like because like she that was like involuntary you know right and it was cool that the life the 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 lifestone was separate and all that stuff and it created vision and yeah it was it's it's I was very surprised by how I don't remember the, I don't remember any of that did you say a little bit of the last episode there I thought you said you were all set no we're watching she said we had we had one episode left to watch yeah that's episode nine which is coming out next oh, week oh we only watched the first seven <laughs> fucking what the Fucking fuck! Who the fuck? Fuck! Yeah, you're like, well, there's some shit. Okay. In the one so I, I mean, I didn't go too crazy because I, I I thought we were on the yeah. same page, but no, we are. Yeah, we are. you know where it's going. All right, so let's get off that then. Uh, anyway, I started Lost again. Oh, nice. Uh, I never. It's watched. always good to revisit old favorites. Yeah, it's bringing me back to where when I worked at a uh, uh, Channel 40 and I was mask control yep. operator. And airing that show every day at eight or whenever it aired, not every day, and like that room, so it like brings me back, which is weird how music and certain things do that to you. But uh, I'm I'm you know digging it still. I uh, remember why I liked it. Just realized because I was like, oh, how many episodes are left in this first season? I'm like, I'm on episode seven, and I was like, why are there twenty five episodes? Yeah, <laughs> that's the way. That's yeah. the way TV used to roll. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. And I was like, season two, like, another 25 episodes. Yeah. That's because shows used to actually have a full season. Yeah. Right. And not just. Yeah, I forgot that this, like, mini seven to seven to ten, twelve episodes is like. That's that's really airing an episode every week. That's not like Walking Dead where you get eight, eight episodes in a season. Then they take a four month break, come back for two weeks and then that's yeah. it. But yeah, no, just revisiting old shit that I remember I liked that was, you know, I mean, there's a plenty of meat for me to watch and, but like sign about revisiting an old show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that just like, uh, makes me, makes me feel good. I don't know. I think everyone to... has those like favorites that they always go back to and rewatch. Like we've rewatched Seinfeld. Oh, you're crazy. Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's impossible. Is it? Or is it so possible that your head is spinning like a top? It can't be. Can it? Or is your entire world just crashing down all around you? All right, that's enough. I rewatched and had Ryan watch The Sopranos. I mean, you just kind of go back to... I mean, now that we have time, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Go back like, to all those old favorites. So we don't end up like uh, this man here that was found naked in a car park. Uh, he said he was on his way to buy wet wipes, but got lost. Yeah, because... we don't want to end up like that for fucking sure. Yeah. 
He was found naked in his Mazda in a closed car park on what he said was an essential trip to buy some wet wipes. The man appeared flustered when he was questioned by police in Derbyshire, who were patrolling yesterday after local rangers alerted them to littering and other soiled items in the area. <laughs> so huh. th this guy shit his pants, threw him out the window, and someone called, uh, <laughs> gov Govna, Govna, some, some, some madman throwed his trousers. There's this a shitty, shitty fucking undergarment. Mmm, yes, splendid. Ah, uh, indeed, scrumptious. Carry on. Good heavens, I'm arriving. <laughs> yeah, they, let's talk like real British people. I was going to say, somewhere, somewhere there's our one fan in the UK, like, yeah. what the fuck is Sorry, weird, this is, this shitty is accent. This is satire. You can't take Shake none of Shaky monkey. Shaky monkey shit himself. He shit his trousers. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he couldn't give a reason. There's a picture of a cop <laughs> pointing to what looks like a turd covered in, like, office paper. Ew. Like, yeah, he's so, like, look at it. Yeah. Exhibit A. Why is there a picture? Why is put he the pointing marker at there. He so, wants him to put the marker down yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Mark those crazy. shitty, those Exhibit shitty Pants. So uh, he oh, said, uh, man. What yeah. a mess. Imagine being that dude, like your wife, the next day. Like, hey. what the fuck? I sent you out for some fucking wet wipes. No, I Those were for his ass. I think he's yeah. diarrhea. <laughs> I'm on my way to work. <laughs> uh, so they said that the male was unable to provide a reasonable. He had a bad day. Uh, he was unable to provide a reasonable excuse as to why he was stark naked in the car park during the height of a national lockdown. I think the shitty and, pants fucking explain it away. I think you just look at the car and go, would you sit in shitty pants, sir? Yeah. But would you throw them out your window? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Why is there Wouldn't you put them in something like you a bag? roll it up and throw it in your back seat like no. I'll deal with bag, you later? You know what? Bag. You don't have a trash bag in your car? Get in the bag. Get it. Get in the bag. That's right. Get all the way in. Get all the way in. Go to a fucking gas station and you put it in the trash there. And nah. you put it out the window with your hands so they don't see you. Nah, these, uh, these jeans belong to the streets now. Hang on, hang on a second, because what you use the words national lockdown. Are you telling me that they're locked back down again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you remember? Everywhere. The variant cover yeah. of issue fucking. Oh, that's right. They're all locked. They're like lockdown, lockdown over yeah. there. Yeah. Meanwhile, we can all get a drink. Yeah, that's what they're saying. No, right. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, make sure you got wet wipes before you shit yourself. So you yeah, don't get a fine. This is why I have extra have underwear extra in my work bag. Yeah, you know, you know that that should be uh, wet wipes should be in your get home bag and also in your bug out bag because you never know when nature calls. Just you might end bug up out. naked. An overlooked bug out bag item is an extra pair of shorts with an extra pair of underwear. Yeah, black socks, black pants. Because four hundred dollars. Dead giveaway to zombies. When they can uh, smell the fresh dookie. Yeah.
Yeah, he shit himself. Gross. I smell. I smell shitty drawers. No, I threw those out back there, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I had God. an accident. Yeah. Wait. So if he was stark naked, so was he covered in shit? No, I think I think he used all his clothes to. <laughs> Something happened. Yeah. That's because just, he that's got a terrible shit. If you're just you're you're just the pants are gone. Listen, I'm just using it all now. Time. Have you seen the roads of Lancashire, whatever the fuck? All, this all was? the cobblestone <laughs> streets. <laughs> the terrible place to shit yourself. Yes, you're just sprayed it everywhere. Do you remember a dark? <laughs> Do you remember a dark song? That movie we covered. That that. Yeah. Movie? Yeah. Remember how the roads were long as fuck. Like, I just, yeah, so, whew. but yeah, so shout out to that guy for fucking. Got shocked by a country that eats baked beans for breakfast. Yeah, oh. see what happens? Yeah, that's what he did, and then he had that, uh, uh, that's what some he did, kind of, that's that's some, kind, some kind of coffee. Um, it's tea there. Oh, whatever. They don't, drink, they don't drink, drink coffee in England. Whatever, same, same outcome is called bubble guts. He bags out. He bags out. He bags out. Oh. Right now, uh, our buddies uh, in the, the Slasher, you know, the Slasher app, you guys got got yes. that? Damon, uh, uh, creator of the the mobile horror app, Slasher, uh, has been providing a sense of uh, community for everyone. This comes from our buddies in uh, horrornewsnet.net. Um, they did a little write-up on him. So basically what he's doing... Uh, you know, to help out is uh, he's offering free advertising for struggling horror businesses through the app. So it says, what a guy. You know, it says many of us are out of work. Our social lives have been have seen drastic downturns, and our ability to simply make human connections has become very difficult. So as uh, horror fans, as people, we're all in this together. He says uh, he was watching a docu series called "A Toy Store Near You" on Amazon. Uh, and then the 1313 Mockingbird Lane episode resonated with him. Uh, frontline healthcare workers and horror toy store owners, Terry and Liz Taylor, are the same passionate members of the horror community you might run into at a convention, and they are struggling mm -hmm. to keep their store open. So he says they made a difference by providing perspective. And I want to make a difference by providing what I can, and that is to support independent horror. So he says, uh, fortunately, Slasher has gotten to a point where they can do something to help to help those who own horror-oriented businesses that are at risk of closing or have suffered critical financial loss through the continuing pandemic. So it's not only retail shops with the lack of conventions in 2020 that hurt the vendors who rely on them, many of whom count uh, on that income to get by. So he's saying uh, he's offering that free ad that adverts. So it says the offer will last until at least the end of April. But he may extend that. So send an email to ads at slasher.tv with your store business uh, slash business name, website address, and your name. And uh, he'll hook you up with uh, some free advertising because they have Hi. the website, they have the, the app. And I think he does like something else online. I'm not 100% sure. But that's fucking cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So shout out to him and doing that. Dead or alive? Your move, creep. I didn't even know that they were doing a uh, a statue, but it says a uh, decade later. I heard something about it a little while ago. Uh, Detroit's crowdfunded RoboCop statue is finally complete, but uh, it's still waiting a f awaiting a final home. 
That's crazy. Huh. This thing is humongous. Holy it, fuck. Is there a picture? Yeah, you got to click on the arty. Oh, that's right. Oh, hey. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, they said uh, back in 2011, Brandon Wally and Jerry Pen- Paffendorf were hard at work in Corktown. This shit, those people in that name, that town sound made up. But moving on. A rolling stone is worth two in the bush. Go fuck a refrigerator, Peckerneck! Uh, starting with two long vacant houses near Michigan Central Station, their group, Imagination Station, uh, had dedicated itself to commissioning commissioning local public art projects. Uh, they'd done uh, some attention-getting pieces, such as the Hygienic Dress League sign that once graced the Roosevelt Hotel with solar-powered neon seagulls. Wow! You guys, you guys familiar with that? I'm not. The only thing I'm familiar with this is RoboCop. If it's RoboCop, it's good. Uh, I'm I'm all for it. Hopefully, they find a new uh, a, a spot for it. But yeah, I mean, it took a decade. So, Whew. yeah, sixty thousand dollars. Persistence. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, check it out. It's on MetroTimes.com. Dead or alive, you're coming with me, right? Stay in school. What does he do? Doesn't he like shoot the guy around? Thank you for not smoking. Stay in school. That was before he melted the guy's face. Yeah. Yeah, that's when he was like, I'm a regular fucking robot. But speaking of regular robot, you're stepping into the canceled zone. Yes. The Twilight Zone reboot. The second season was weak. Not returning for season three. Why not? Not everything Jordan Peele's does has anything to do with his gold. You watch your mouth. <laughs> let's, let's go. Oh yeah. Oh no. He said something bad about Jordan Peele. <laughs> you you talk about, about, about Jordan Peele. This might open him up enough to do a yeah. to do a reunion. You talking about what is that? Is that dubstep? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, I guess they're done. So I mean, I only watched. Uh, the first season was good. Yeah. The second season was it was weak. Yeah, I don't re- I don't even remember the first season. I remember the comedian, and that's it. The Adams, the the uh, the terror thousand feet. <laughs> I don't think I even got that far. That was the one with uh the, uh what's his name? Fucking. This I can't guy? think of his name. Adam Scott, this guy? Adam yeah, Adam Scott. See you saw it because you know who it is. No, I around. know who I know who he is, but I remember that one I like that. I like the uh the reimagining of that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it says uh we greatly enjoyed our time working on the Twilight Zone, particularly when the real world around us often felt more and more like another dimension. We cherish the opportunity to collaborate with so many talented writers, actors, and crew members. After... Are you doing this on purpose to sound like what? Uh, what? To sound an... like the host it's... of the Twilight Zone? It's an homage, right? Don't people do that? Uh, so, <laughs> after... I mean, if they if they do it right. Listen, uh, I need my I need a cigarette. <laughs> so, after twenty unique episodes, we have told the stories that we have wanted to tell. And CBS All Access was gracious in their understanding of our decision. It was an honor and privilege to bring audiences a modern reimagining of Rod Sterling's Rod, 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 Rod Stewart's 
iconic <laughs> creation. Rod so, Serling? Yeah, Rod Serling. Sorry about that. No no disrespect. Uh, but yeah, so I guess it was supposed to be on Paramount Plus for a third season, and then now, no. That means Paramount went, you didn't make enough money on CBS to pay for the actors that you cast. Yeah, so. But, uh, I don't know. That's how that's how that happens. Well, listen, brother, they, Netflix, the way they fucking run the shows, they're if like... If you saw the list that Mandy showed me of everything that's canceled, that got canceled, they just did this, they just did the show renewals. Yeah. And the list of shit that got canceled was like epic as hell. Yeah. Like Tosh Point, I was gone. What's he going to do now? I can't believe it was still even on. Yeah. Yeah, no, legit. I thank God Bob's Burgers got renewed. Is that show any good? Yes. That show is it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But I it's just... not like it's not like Family Guy comedy. Yep. It's I just know it's... the twerking girl with the glasses. That's all Tina. I know. Yeah, Tina. That's all I know. So Jordan Peele You're not alone. You're not alone. Uh right another Jordan movie. Peele ain't out of work. What do you <laughs> Nah, he's like, I canceled this shit so I could get back to real shit. You know for a fact that if he turned around and went, we're bringing back Key and Peele, there would be a network fight Yeah. for who would get to have that, and it would go to HBO Max. Probably. Everything's That's ending, it. bro. Ending. Yeah, yep. you no, know, because Carl. they're starting another, they got another Carl. Walking Dead series starting. Carl, yeah. they canceled us. They're canceling everybody but Daryl and Carol. They're getting their own series after Darryl this. Daryl and Carol. Yep, that's what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's yeah. going to fucking be. All right, so I guess uh, don't look out for Twilight Zone uh, season three. But uh, reanimated, but brand new. A brand new Pet Cemetery movie is in the works for Paramount Why? Plus. Why? Paramount Can Plus. Can just motherfucking stop? That's not a cash cow. Uh, so it says it here, uh, Paramount Streaming Service will be getting a huge boost of exclusive horror content. And not, as not only is the new Paranormal Activity movie debuting uh, there, but so is a new Why? installment in the Pet Cemetery franchise. Uh, Deadline oh. reports that at, uh, an origin story is in the works. Oh, that's right. Uh, it says here, no, Jeff. Serious. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, origin story. I don't know. Uh, Jeff Bueller, uh, Bueller, 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 uh, wrote Bueller? the uh, 2019 adaptation. Uh, is also writing the new prequel tale. No thanks. Oh, that gives me hope. So it says here, no word yet on plot details, but the film will presumably tell a new story set within the world of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Duh. Uh, the the novel has thus far <laughs> been adapted twice for the big screen. First by. Uh -huh. Mary Lambert in 1989, and then by Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer in 2019. Uh, it says here, Mary Lambert also directed a sequel to uh, Her Pet Cemetery, which was released in 1992, which... Uh, awesome. Awesome movie. Hey, Junior. Shit. Wanna play? Of course, the titular locale has the power to bring the dead back to life. Yeah. Uh, says Lorenzo Di Bonaventura is producing the new movie. I feel like that. Uh, that because backdrop. you said you said not a cash cow, but 2019 movie made an impressive 
113 yeah. million dollars. I'm not completely turned off to the idea of more pet cemetery stuff, but right. I would more like to see it used as a backdrop for like a continuation of the story evolving around, say, a cyclone of terribleness, and the eye of it is the pet cemetery. Other people affected by it in some yeah. way. Yeah. That'd be nice. Not just not just Lewis Creed over and over and over again. Uh, a, a young Judd? I would, honestly, you could do that. Might be the only way I'd see a movie working is, like, they'd left out that whole, there's a whole fucked up story from the first movie and the book that wasn't in the second one, yeah. Where they really went into detail about the Timmy Baderman story with yeah. the with the Vietnam kid that got killed, yeah. Yeah. And they brought him back like that. Could that story done right could be a really awesome movie, yeah. If they avoid the the tropes, what the jump scares and the fucking scary kids, yeah. No, you can have. I'm. It's. You can have a jump scare. Jump scares are acceptable. We were gonna watch The Conjuring the other night because it's it, and that's a jump scare movie. That is that is the uh, the uh, but I believe the epitome. But there are properly executed jump scares, and then there's right. just jammed in there for the sake of it. Are you scare. are right. you are you mean like like someone drops something and you're like, oh. it's like what's what's yeah. the, what's the matter, like, Barbara? Why? why are you so yeah? Jumpy? Like that's stupid. If I I need to be terrified for an entire thing. Yeah. Right. Reanimated dead people, that's a scary thing. But I could also see a universe where the town, the whole town in the sequel, the t- whole town knows about it. Yeah. And they're affected by it. And there's an urban legend yep. based around it. That yep. would be a cool series. That's not no, what we're going to get, get an hour. We're not actually, what was the, what was the, uh, the, the re, the reimagining? Was it three like, hours long? Short. Was it short? What? It was like mad short. Oh, I don't. I thought it felt long. I think I fell asleep. No, it just felt that way. Okay. So yeah, I guess. I mean, I would like to see a series based on what we know is missing and all that shit would be better than a jam-packed, yeah. crammed hour and forty-five minute movie of like, here's a guy pasty white. Oh, I remember a time when the the, the land was sour. Like, okay. We, uh, you said that the other. You said that in 2019, <laughs> and in tw- and in 1989, yeah, and in, in 19- 1992. Yeah, yeah. Um, we know we know that the land is sour. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you though, there is a Stephen King thing that I didn't even realize was out that I want to start watching. What is it? The Mr. Mercedes series. Oh yeah, I heard about that. That's on Peacock. That's the Office app, right? Essentially, it's the office app. It's the NBC. The MB. Everybody's got a streaming service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, cable is going to be useless because every channel is going to have its own streaming service. Bro, bro, this is the new cable, bro. I was looking. I was taking an audit the other day, and I think I spoke with you about this a couple weeks, where I was like, "What am I paying for?" And I went through, and I was like, "Huh, I might as well just get cable." Yeah, you're like, "God damn, this all adds up." I'm like, you know, four ninety nine here, three ninety nine there, seven day free trial that I forgot about for fucking three months. I never went back Net, to Net, Netflix jumped up to fifteen dollars. It's seventeen ninety nine right now. Are you serious? Yeah, bro. Yeah, ain't soda. One dollar. Oh, come on now. Look out for a brother, man. Come on. Hey, check this out. Why don't you let me get a sip for fifteen cents? My cups cost more than 
15 cents. All right, fuck the cup. Pour one in my hand for a dollar. Oh, so, God, that's I got to get rid of that. That's yeah. just too much. So if you're a college kid out there, sign up for that bundle. They do a $5.99 bundle with Spotify, Hulu, and ESPN. Um, yeah, sponsor us. But uh, Any of those. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Sports done right. The chin. Love, right? So we talked about Wanda earlier. Doctor Strange is coming up right here. Because uh, they're saying Bruce Campbell is in London. Uh, and uh, is it for Doctor Strange too? Because you <laughs> know that Sam Raimi uh, is doing Doctor Strange well, in the uh, Multiverse of Madness. That that's yeah. probably a thing. Yeah. So do you gotta you remember Bruce, uh, Bruce Campbell was a couple different characters in Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah, I believe he gave a pizza or delivered pizza or he was a he delivered a pizza. He was the mayor of New York. Yeah, yeah. And he was the maitre d' at the restaurant that Toby Maguire was gonna propose to. Correct. Yeah. With that's the little right. tiny mustache yeah, yeah, yeah. and smacking people. <laughs> Bruce Campbell was in London, uh, which mm. means he could be in a... Sam Raimi's, but it says here the second solo film starring uh, Ben Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, uh, Doctor Stephen Strange, has suffered a few setbacks at the hands of the coronavirus, uh, as it was once scheduled for release in just a few months. However, due to some rescheduling, uh, Doctor Strange Two is currently slated to premiere in March of 2022. So, but it says plot details are still being kept under wraps, but the final episodes of fellow Marvel Project WandaVision could give us some clues. Which is uh, what I was saying, because, like, and that's the other thing, because, like, I feel like MCU people, right, we're like, all right, we need to expand this, like, this story, but we haven't really told Wanda's story yet. So, like, let's do a serial project and fucking, then we can fucking come in. And, like, to be honest with you, Doctor Strange 2 after like how many other move other movies the other like standalone characters have had, like right. I I thought that it would be like Doctor Strange four by now, but he was well he was late in the game. Yeah, but he's such a like needed character. Like if you know you him, say, you know you say him. You you're saying you're smarter smarter than Paul Feig. Well, That's Disney brother. They'll come knocking. Yeah. Don't challenge you, him. You you uh, you think you could do better than me? Huh? <laughs> Nah, it's just you guys are funny. Funny how? So, yeah, Bruce Campbell might be in there. He might be kicking some ass. Maybe they give him a bigger part. Who knows? What do you guys think? You guys think he'll have a little little role? or I think he'll have a pop-up. But it would be cool to see him in, you know, yeah. Maybe a little gets... bit of little, little couple scenes, you yeah. know. Maybe he, he pops gets... up in one of the random universes. It's just one of the characters from the other Spider-Man movies. I mean, dude, multiverse, dude, I cannot wait. I mean, I was I was more excited when the uh, when you had Tobey Maguire and the other guy attached. Yeah. Garfield. Yeah. Now that they're not involved. Yeah. But there's so much left, dude. Yeah. It's okay. There's so much left that it's okay. If you have a milkshake. And I have a milkshake. And I have a straw. There it is. That's a straw. You see. Watch it. My straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your 
milkshake. So uh, we talked about this dude, uh, Neil Neil Blom Blomkamp, uh, last episode, <laughs> Blumkins, where he was ta Blumkin. where he said he had made that new horror movie, uh, Demonic, uh, and then we were like saying District Nine was so great, it was so cool. Mm -hmm. District Ten. So he says, uh, huh. sequel in the works. Oh fuck yeah! This is the shit. Kill me now. If it's anything like that tribute. You know that he made for District Nine, uh, yeah. So it's gonna be fucking dope. So it says uh, uh, he revealed in the following tweet that District Ten is currently being co-written by District Nine screenwriter Terry Tatchell and will star Charlton Copley. So we'll see. Uh, he <laughs> said that the uh, concept of the first film, you know, blah blah blah, was a story about the Nazi becoming the Holocaust victim. Uh, which really does feel timely and opens the door for fresh commentary. Uh, there's not much else to share at the moment, but uh, if you want to watch this spot, you can look it up. Um, bloody disgusting. But I'm excited because I do like his work. You know, Chappie was Chappie was good. Uh, Elysium, mm. but it was still sci good sci-fi. Good sci-fi. I haven't seen any of those. No. District Nine, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, this. District Nine. Uh, well, dude, you better watch it before it gets canceled. So yeah. Hey, <laughs> I avoided Chappie because I I heard it has die ant word in it. Well, you you so freaky. Yeah, they're the Those stars guys? of it. I think you freaky. Sexy boys, sexy boys, baby boys, bad boys. I think you're freaky and I like you a lot. I think you're freaky and I like you. That's the only reason why you didn't watch it? Literally, I, cannot, I can't stand those two people at all. I can't no? really either, wow. to be honest. I didn't know that about it's you guys. Too, okay, I'm it's gonna, too much. It's too write, much. Let me write that down. Let me make sure I never yeah. get you guys Jot anything. Die Nothing die <laughs> Nice booty. Uh, six skeletons found in a wreck uh, of uh, 18th century pirate ship sunk off of Cape Cod. Oh shit! The, the fucking wider, wider. Yeah. The wider. The wider. The sinking. Right. So, uh, pirates and Cape Cod, bro. When Dude, I, really... I love that museum. Yeah. It says here the wider sank off the coast of Massachusetts in 1717, killing all but two people on board. Uh, so it says here that they have found. Some bodies. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, they said they have found six skeletons. Uh, so what they're trying to do, I'm not reading the whole article because it's very informative. There's a lot of big words uh, like West Yamas and all that. Remember, when in doubt, pinky out. This is not the first time that, you know, they've recovered human remains from wreck. Nope. Uh, it says here, but the uh, Black Sam Bellamy. Uh, descendants, they found a, uh, they compared DNA, uh, descendants to a leg bone found in the wreck. Um, and then it says here, as Jason Savile reported, the analysis suggested that the femur's owner was a man with Eastern Mediterranean ties and not the fearsome captain in question. So it wasn't Samuel Blackstab Bellamy. 
but they're trying to they're gonna once they uh get these people they're gonna try to see if anybody's related to uh these pirates that's fucking cool yeah i thought that was awesome it would be an awesome phone call to get <laughs> right i just did my like, dna so we'll see just your phone rings you pick it up and they're like hi uh is this yeah all right well you're related to a pirate uh, is there rubies and uh, any golden doubloons that I need to worry about incoming? Because I, I give you my address. Like, no. Nah. We just need your credit card number, your routing number, your social security. You're like, arg. And it's like, sir, are you okay? Arg. I think I'm turning pirate. <laughs> yeah, I... You know what? I am, I am a pirate. I always felt that in my bones, but I wasn't sure. So, But yeah, so that's. I thought that that was fucking cool that they... They found some uh, some bodies. I, I wonder what else they found. You think they one found of the some... cool times when one of the only cool times to find a body. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a good. I found six bodies today. That's not a. That's not a sad story. No. That's not no. A, that's not a, that. It, it's not. Keep an eye out for that. But uh, hey, uh, I saw this video and I want to ask the question: Are you guys sure that Iggy uh, uh, isn't wearing the makeup from when he played a zombie? On uh, the dead don't die in this video. Yeah, that's just what he looks like at this point. Yeah, he's. Oh, but dude, did you? He's did... old. I get it, but the his voice in this video and how he looks and the poem that he's covering, uh, by Dylan Thomas, uh, the "Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night." Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Though wise men at their end know darkest right, because their words had forked no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Good men, the last wave by, Crying how bright their frail deeds might dance in a green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late they grieved it on its way. Do not go gentle into that good night. Grave men near death who see with blinding sight, blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there on that sad height, curse me, bless me now with your fierce tears. I pray to not go gentle into that good night. Rage. Rage against the dying and the light. So Sam Elliott does the yeah. He got that. He got that gruff. That gruff old man whiskey voice, dude. But he looks that the poem. If uh, you're not familiar, is Dylan Thomas. uh, Do not go gentle into that good night. It's a good poem about death and. passing on and uh but the poems written from dylan thomas to his father who accepted death so easily and dylan thomas his having an issue with his father accepting 
death. I don't trust. I don't trust it. After David Bowie did all that cryptic "I'm dying" shit before he actually yeah. died. What if Iggy Pop fucking all of a sudden we find out Iggy Pop got pancreatic cancer or something? I don't trust any of those guys anymore. They're all getting so old. Dude, like I said, it was a joke about you know the dead don't die, but like he does. Like it's a, it's a it's a close up of his fucking face as close as it can get, uh, and yeah, he's like, he still got blonde hair. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, he looks good for his age. You said you were saying that he had a six pack. You were touching on rubbing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude's like seventy years old, but the stem cells are only fifteen, so it works yeah. out really good. Listen, uh, I think there was a joke going it with him and the what's the guitar player Keith Richards that they have like embalmed themselves. Yeah. Uh, Keith, the, well, Keith Richards actually looks like a corpse. He does, but I think he's like a like a mummified. Fucking. No, like, he gets he he got a full like a full blood transfusion. And they said it added. It added a whole bunch of years to his life. Wait, he did a he, lady bathory, but like he had it. He like had internal. Whole, he had, supposedly, he had his whole blood supply, like replaced. That's that dude. Yeah. That's dude. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. That's that. You got way too much money if you can afford to have that done. <laughs> that's yeah. a Rolling Stones fucking wallet. That's fucking. They're like. They're like. He's like. How do I not die of all these issues? Dude, he, and they're like, well, you could. You know the joke. The joke's always been you can replace all your blood, and he's like, "Do it." Yeah, he came in with his bandana and his shitty fucking. Uh, they're like, "You look like you need new blood." <laughs> like, write a check. He's a goddamn vampire. Uh, Iggy Pop's like vegan fucking. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. Mr. Clean Hippie dude. Now he's not the fucking. Pill right. popper he was. Well, once you once you reach a certain age, you got to yeah. start taking care of your body. Yeah, yeah, because then rebellion is taking care of yourself and being a good like person to yourself. Right. It's the same diet that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are on. Yeah. The old the old men with six pack diet. Dude, because I all right. So Anthony Kiedis, I'm, I'm remembering now. He does have the same body type like of yep. Iggy Pop. Yeah, you're right. They kind of strangely look. Similar, yeah. So yeah, so check that out. Uh, it's yeah. it's a good poem. It's a good rendition. Iggy Pop in general, check out everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all right, okay, zombies for real now. So uh, we, we we follow this for a little bit. Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead, coming out. It says here, uh, it's a brighter vision, a uh, version of uh, Zack Snyder's visual style. So uh, there is a little trailer teaser at the bottom. Uh, let's check it out and then we can talk some shit. All right, never mind. I was gonna. I was thinking. I was gonna. I was gonna come back and talk some shit, but that actually looks pretty decent. Yeah, it's Zack Snyder. Uh, you know him, right? Man of Steel, Watchmen, which I enjoy, but nobody else enjoys. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna give you the fucking. You fucking. Kevin Costner with the hand up is all I gotta say. Yeah. That's one of the best moments ever captured on film. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, Justice League, Sucker Punch. He was the new screenwriter. Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the uh, new trailer. Are you talking? You talking about when he was like, "Fuck y'all, put my name on this one," because this the is Snyder, mine. The, the Snyder cut. Yeah, this is. You mine. mean the whole new movie? Yeah, I heard he reshot the whole thing. He was like, "You know what? That two hundred million you guys already spent, I'm gonna need about half of that because I got all new ideas." 
He filmed a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, but uh, he also filmed a whole bunch of shit for uh, Army of the Dead. Which looks absolutely insane. Yeah, and I think he... It looks like he borrowed a little bit of that superhero-esque, like, world, like, building. You know what I mean? So, like, because there's big sets. There's a lot of fucking zombies. Dave Bautista, you know, uh, that dude can't act out of a fucking paper bag. Hopefully but, his role is quiet. Yeah, and just shoot shoot things. Because, like, legit, any big guy with a gun can probably fill that role. Uh you know, right. but because uh, I, yeah, I just he looks cool, but uh, can't act. <laughs> he can't act. He delivers lines the way he did in Drax the Destroyer. Yeah, it's yeah. that's how he talks in general. So and uh, they, they were talking about the uh, the uh, the brighter version in his visual style, and I could see that because it's very it's very cinematic. Very. They want you to see every yeah. detail. Yeah. So. But uh, they want you to be able to count the zombies in that sea. Fucking yeah. looks crazy. Yeah, I like the whole thing though. Brought from Zack Snyder. It's a bright purple and like fucking that Las yeah, Vegas cool. casino floor looks fucking cool. It looks like. Which, which, by the way, that's how I would envision the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Just well, like that. Just you can't see the ground. There's yeah. just so many. And they're At dressed up point. like like uh, Elvis. Hell yeah! <laughs> Why uh, not? Yeah, no, legit. So I, uh, do you know when this is coming out? Oh, slated to hit May twenty first. Uh, HBO Max, nice. I believe. Uh, I think Netflix. Netflix. Oh. Netflix. Is it Netflix? Yes, sir. Ooh, they got um, one. So I guess we'll we'll have to wait till <laughs> May. HBO Max. Yeah. So uh, it looks it looks pretty pretty good. Uh, let's hope that uh, it uh, stands stands up on its uh, two legs once it gets uh, released. Dude, Paramount's busy. It's the same deal as like HBO Max when it was yeah. coming out and yeah. it was coming out and all of this shit. Now Paramount's wind, winding up. Yeah, they got Butthead and Beavers coming. We're gonna be talking about the penis. We'll be talking about the vagina. Do you think that's funny, butthead? Do you find it amusing that we'll be talking about the testicles? Yes, we're also going to be talking about venereal disease, sexual intercourse, the scrotum, the clitoris, and and we will definitely be spending a lot of time talking about masturbation. Oh my god! I saw this and I thought it was a joke for like a credit card commercial or some shit. But now it's a legit fucking. <laughs> hey, we're making a movie <laughs> commercial. And I was like, <laughs> what the world needs. I was like, what? This okay. is gonna be canceled immediately, dude. I cannot. I don't, dude. I if they're canceling Greece, John Wayne, and. I, I don't know how these guys can come and be like car tunes. You think so? Family yeah. guy, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Uh, American dad. Yeah. All but, of that but shit Rick and Morty, Park. but Rick and Morty got canceled Still going. a little bit with the guy behind Rick and Morty. Right. But the show's still going. Okay. They weren't after him for what was said on that show. No, nah, it was some shit he did on YouTube. Yes. Right. What he was. A these are these. Uh, it's like the cartoons can still are like the last untouchable. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. The that's last true. untouchable, like 
resource let's for hope. people to put out non-PC culture. Let's hope, because this is from 1990. The 90s comedy. We talked about this on the fucking Well, this would be episode. like if they tried to bring back Mad TV. Yeah, they would have a hell of a time doing that. But I fully welcome it. I I'm, enjoy I'm, Beavis and Butthead. I, I remember their last uh, outing was uh, Beavis and Butthead Do America. Which yeah. I had never seen till Mandy. Oh, no. It was good. I liked it. So, you introduced me to it. And uh, I remember watching MTV back in the day, staying up late, watching gore videos, interspliced with Beavis and Butthead fucking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some Judas Priest, like breaking the law, breaking the law. Damn it. <laughs> And then the burger, you know, burger joint. It's good. It's good stuff. So it was before its time, and then it's yeah. time. And then time turned on it. Well, no. Then it became King of the Hill. Then they went a little more Middle America. King, King of, the, of Hill. the Hill was still kind of fucked up. It was just, <laughs> it was just kind of disguised a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was because there's a, there's but, a, there's some racial stuff in there. There's some uh, stereotypes. As in a, it's a different cartoon when you're an adult. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Bobby, come on. John Redcorn. Hey. Oh, jeez. Yeah. When you're a kid, that whole like situation gets by you, and then when you're an adult, you're just like, Dale's a cuck. Yeah, <laughs> dude, legit. The first he, time he's pushing those two into the trailer yeah. together. The, the first time I that dawned on me. As an as a grown up, that, like that you he said. would rather let his wife get plowed than fucking listen to her talk about her headaches. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, so that's coming to uh, Paramount, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, TP for your bunghole. Make sure you get ready. So TP. Yeah. Going to have to start rewatching that shit now just to get ready for it. Oh, we'll it's see. on Amazon. Is it? The entire series. Mm. God damn, Jimmy. This some serious gourmet shit. Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze-dried taster's choice, right? <laughs> and he brings this serious gourmet shit. Our buddies over at Marketing Macabre sent us over uh, Dead Again. Uh, they got a uh, YouTube uh, trailer you can watch. Uh, but it says here, what happens when Hot Fuzz meets Shaun of the Dead? Those are two uh, two good movies. Uh, so it says horror comedy dead again happens, and it's available now from ITN. So it says a virus is suddenly suddenly let loose in a rural village where crime is non-existent, and a police sergeant is retiring out of boredom. He has sent a young recruit fresh out of police school, and they must learn to survive their first and last days on the job in this apocalyptic horror film. Uh, it says you can watch Dead Again on Amazon, which you just said uh, is home to Beavis and Butthead. So, if you want to check it out, but I checked out the trailer. Um, it is pretty much like Hot Fuzz meets Front of the Dead. Uh, they got the, you know, the British accents and all that shit. And uh, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, some good uh, special effects in there, uh, which we know we we love that practical effects. 
hitupwooch.com for your professional quality prosthetics and special effects makeup all year round. Use your special discount code Mandy Strange, M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E for 15% off of your entire order. The backwards man, the backwards man, the backwards man, the backwards man. I can walk backwards fast as you can. I can walk backwards fast as you can. I'm the backwards man, the backwards man. I can walk backwards fast as you can. I'm the backwards man, the backwards man. Backwards man, the backwards man. The backwards man, the backwards man. Backwards man, the backwards man. I can walk backwards fast as you can. I can walk backwards fast as you can. Dad, work. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome to Willie's Wonderland. Spend the night cleaning Willie's Wonderland, and I will pay to have your car fixed. Deal? You are officially on staff. Let's get the hell out of here. I can't stand to hear a grown man scream. This place has a dark history. I know the bullshit story they told you. It's a lie. You're here to be a human sacrifice. Have you been listening to a word I've been saying? He's gonna die in here, but he won't listen to me. got out. Nobody is safe. Put your balls on, Evan. We're going to Willie's. He's not trapped in here with them. We're trapped in here with him. It's your birthday and we want you to I enjoy a man a few words. Put your balls on, Evan. We're going to Willie's. Let playtime begin. He's not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in here with him. 2020 isn't over yet, kids. Want to fuck, fatty? Willie's Wonderland is a 2021 American action comedy horror film directed by Kevin Lewis from a screenplay written by G.O. Parsons. The project was announced in October 2019, with screenwriter Parsons having conceived the idea based on his 2016 short film Wally's Wonderland, which was also the script's original name. A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now-condemned Willy's Wonderland. The mundane task suddenly becomes an all-out fight for survival, against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Fists fly, kicks land, titans clash, and only one side will make it out alive. That's right. Uh, The Quiet Drifter is Nicolas Cage. Uh, He plays the janitor to Willy's Wonderland. Uh, Might I add, uh, he cleaned the fuck out of that place. Yeah, he did. Uh, But you know that. You know him. Do we... Rumblefish, Moonstruck, Vampires, because I'm a vampire! 
I'm a vampire. Uh, we got Liv, uh, who, once we get to the nitty-gritty of the story, we find out who she is and what her attachment to Willy's Wonderland is. Uh, but yes. She's played by Emily Tosta. Or you're Mandy and you call it two minutes into the fucking movie. I don't know where she's from, but she's uh, from uh, Santo Domingo. Uh, oh, she's from Mayans, Mayans MC, which is a uh, great show to spin off of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, we got Beth Grant, which... Uh, it's that bitch. Sometimes yeah. I doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. She's also the gets and tries to get off the bus lady in speed. Oh yeah, and gets blown up under the tires. She's the a lot of things lady. Uh, she's the she's the that bitch. Uh, Child's Play two. Yep, she was uh, that bitch teacher in that. Uh, she was in Donnie Darko. The that bitch, bitch, that bitch, uh, and No Country for Old Men. She was a bitch in that too. Uh, and then uh, she's a bitch. And. Uh, it says here she recently portrayed the recurring role of the woman with hair but no beard in a series of unfortunate events. And then she also played uh, the cat lady in Hulu's Dollface. So those, that's newer stuff I don't know her from. But, yeah, she's that bitch who has a gun in this hand, in her hands in this movie, as long as, you know, it's like, hmm. it's like come on, Beth. Get your shit together, bro. Uh, yeah. Then a bunch of other people that I can't click on but text. McAdoo, the actual owner of uh, Willy's Wonderland, who's played by Rick Wrights. With such a great fake mustache. Yes, it was. That shit shit was crooked. Yeah. Uh, I do like the the flashbacks where it got dark and his hair got darker. Yeah. Uh, And it got faker looking. So. Yeah. Uh, And then we got uh, here Grant, Grant Kramer. He's a clicker, uh, but no pictures. But uh, Follow the Prophet, New Year's Evil, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, yeah, it says he's an actor and producer. He, he's the the son of actress Terry Moore. Uh, but yeah, those are uh, because we're gonna we're gonna spoil it because this like we're, we're I don't know if you guys have noticed we're doing every two weeks now, guys out there. Um, so by the time this airs, it's going to be a little bit, you should have already watched this movie, but we always ask this question. Was this movie awesome? Yes. I agree. And no, I, I don't, I, I don't agree to the it second was part. Good. But... So, okay. No, let me explain why real quick. It uh, was good, uh-huh. but I expected more from mm-hmm. what like the trailer made you like think it mm-hmm. was going to be more of like a wild ride i think yeah i was expecting a little more intensity especially you know it being nicolas cage i mean there were some moments of that but i expected it to just be like fucking insanity yeah and i think it wasn't as much as i wanted but yeah. i definitely like Still thought it was awesome to see him, like, beat the shit out of these yeah. possessed fucking mechanical, yeah. you know, thing. I still, it, it, it kind of reminded me of uh, the Banana Splits movie. Uh, it was, it was kind of like that. So yeah. I did think it was cool. And, but I, I, I think I was just expecting more. Yeah. And also the fact that I was able to call basically the entire movie from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I did going into this? 
I'd, yeah. turn, I'd turn my fucking brain off. Yeah, you have to. I legit like right off the rip. Like, I was I I was loving the atmosphere, uh, how they were setting yep. everything up. You know, you get your welcome to Willie's Wonderland, and then yep. I immediately like like the dude in the truck is trying to talk to Nicolas Cage, and then like Nicolas Cage is in God mode <laughs> throughout this whole movie because he's yeah. not talking to anybody and the whole thing, and I just like. I, I can see what you're saying for sure. Like I went into it like not expecting much, but then like once the story started going, like yeah, I'm like okay, cool. And then like I was like, oh, I'm sensing a conspiracy of sorts because like I'm like okay, she ran, he ran over the spikes middle of the road. Like okay, uh, I said no internet, you know. And there then, was like, a comment that was made. Yeah. That really made it made it for me it's when he's lighting up his cigar and he says i thought i thought you quit or he's like i thought you said you quit and he's like this is my last one and i Mm -hmm. looked at ryan and i was like he's not talking about the fucking cigar yeah yeah so yeah and then i was like uh because like tex he was in another the 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 uh i was like is there a tex in all these kind of movies like yeah like a fucking yeehaw dude you know but uh but yeah, so I said uh, immediately when they're like, no internet. Yeah, he ran over yep. the spikes. Like all this stuff that was lining up way too quick. I was yep. like, all right, for sure. And then, you know, because then they even said, Liv says, like, oh, Jed had the bait, you know, and I saw, yeah. you know. But uh, once they got into it, like it was quick. They They created the outside world where it was like very straightforward, you know. And then once they got inside Willie's Wonderland, Wonderland, I was like, are they using like different aspect ratios and like lenses to like fuck with the, like the way the room looked? I know Kung Fu. Show me. I thought that that was fucking, you know, cool. But like we get right to the the fucking nitty gritty of it because like they cages in the room no fucks given slurping his punch what is that yeah. soda beer I, yeah I, what's in punch pop punch pop um you know but then like they fucking move and it looks like they're moving but like the way they're shooting it like the room is moving too so right. I, I just thought it was cool you know and then who do we get up first is the ostrich <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna feast on your face. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> oh man. What do you think of the first fight with the ostrich? I first need to explain <laughs> where I'm coming from on this. Okay, go ahead. I'm a yes and no with Mandy on whether or not this movie was awesome. Yeah. I really could have done without the entire plot of the movie. If it, I would have watched this if it was just Nicolas Cage just beating the shit out of fucking just yeah. random, like no explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really hoping this movie wasn't going to like dive deep into like, like that's where I was like, I don't need this. It could have been just nobody in the movie except Nicolas Cage not talking, yeah. which I absolutely loved. Yeah. The second you see him pop up on screen, I looked at Manny and I'm like, He's representing his dojo. Yeah. Right now, like this was like this was like the 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 Nicolas Cage in this movie was very much that 
the old crazy. Are you talking like, about the coke, 90s coked Nicolas out? Cage, coked coked out. Yeah. out Nicholas Cage yeah. like, when he's when he's doing the pinball machine and he's doing the weird fucking hand dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Shit and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, this is the Nicholas Cage that I love when he's going ape shit. Yeah. I felt like the story just kind of mushed it up. It yeah. didn't need an explanation. It could have just been they locked him in. Yeah. This shit comes to life. He fights it and brutalizes it in like an insane onslaught and then leaves. Yeah, brutalize. He fucking Edward Norton, the gorilla. He, I, said that to Mandy, I said, he just Boston smiled the gorilla on a urinal. Back to the original thing that you asked me. I love the fact that the ostrich was the first fight. Yeah. Because it's set. It's, I, like, remember I messaged you, like, like 20 minutes into this, and yeah. I'm like, I already love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, like, started off like that, and I went, all right, this is going to be just silly. Yeah. As fuck. They led with the ostrich, and it's with the head. <laughs> like fucking moving yeah. around like a like a goofy ass ostrich, like it moved like a goofy ass ostrich, <laughs> and then he just it's it does the it does the dead by dawn, dead by dawn, yeah. Adam, yeah, and he just fucking he just obliterates it yeah. right yeah, it there, and I, then just goes right back, and that's kind of what I was hoping for was I would watch an hour and a half of him killing an animatronic shit, shit out of animatronic, and then going yeah. and playing pinball. Well, that was the thing, because, like... He... I wanted to know why. Why what? And they never explained it in the movie, and it pissed me off. Why what? Because I was... They added that whole aspect of the alarm. I took it by um, break time, because the guy told them, take your breaks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're part of the staff. So I feel like he was like, oh, everybody... But it, you know? There's that, but then there was that moment where he's about to fight the fucking lizard. Yeah. And it goes off and he's so freaked out by the watch going off that he pops out the knife, hands it to the girl and he comes back to save her. Yeah. But after, he, that's, after it's done, but that's, that's when that scene happens where he's enjoying a soda. And I feel like that's the break of like the insanity that's going on or that he's in. Yeah. I you was know? hoping there was going to be some sort of nonsense at the end of this. Where it was going to be like the alarm's going off because whatever he's drinking in those cans. Like, it, I was hoping oh, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was going to morph into something. Well, I like, was like, oh, he's handcuffed. I was waiting for it. The second she left him handcuffed, I was like, he's not going to get his soda. Uh, like, him not talking. Like, that's why I said it's like he put the cheat code in God mode. But, like, like you said, the backstory. Uh, I was I when I wrote the notes I was like backstory time I was like okay back back to the nineties, and then I was like oh damn serial killers like I'm like okay a group of them wait satanic suicide rituals wow I said you mean child's play shit like what the fuck right yeah I felt like there was so much going on right. it was it was such a ludicrous premise that I feel like. Well, that's. I feel like they sprinkled, they they salt bait a little bit more, fucking. 
I just felt like the lunacy that was already happening, you could have gone very minimal with the backstory, yeah. and it would have right. been totally acceptable. Oh, so, like you, they, so, you're say, so you're saying that if they just showed, like, the super-duper fun room part where, like, those guys were actually just, like, killing the people dressed up as them, and then what? I honestly was kind of, until they really started explaining the satanic cult and stuff, yeah. the way, because these were clearly people in these outfits. Correct. Right. I was really hoping that that's what it was going to be. Okay. Was going to be some sort of sick fucks in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they lined it up with the group of serial killers, I was like, yes, it's them in the suits. And then oh. it was like the suicide. And I was like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, really? Now? And then it, then it just, at that point, when it was robots, evil robots, I went, yeah. I liked it better in Banana Splits. The the pixie was fucking creepy looking. I hated the pixie. It was yeah. my least favorite yeah. part. What did, they, like, what did you it say? It's like clearly a, a lady. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um, but I, I like... I like I like how the head was abnormal looking, and then like the the mouth was the mouth. scary. Um, then you got alligator time, which I kept yelling out every time he fucking came on the came on the scene. It was like he was a French alligator. You mean the, you mean the, pape, the peeping Tom? He was the French alligator. I was like, what the? Uh, there is one part in here that I thought was awesome was when uh, Tito the Turtle and uh, when, when she beats him up in the road. No, no, not that part. When uh, they ate that dude asshole first in the foam pit. Yep. Him and uh, the turtle and Siren, the pixie, uh, when it was like flashing lights, the, the dude with the glasses. But uh, I did like the touch of like, yeah, they used blood for the people, but that when he was beating the fuck out of the robots it was like it's the black oil, oil. It was oil. i love the fact that he was clearly ocd break time at wash your hands get your soda yeah no legit and then at one point i was like is this mandy part two because like yeah. there was like the color and like him like getting like i guess revenge for like fucking up his his path because like you know he's supposed to just clean his place up I felt like he was just so like, boom, boom, boom. That like, he that people are begging him for help, and he's just yeah. walking out of the room, yeah. mid sentence. Yeah. So, yeah, because I, I I wrote here I said, oh dude, alligator killing that dude was brutal. Cause like he like shot like ate him all up. But I said yeah. never mind. Cage, Nicholas Cage, killing the French Gator was cooler. Cause he fucking. The, the the fucking alligator snapped his snapped his jaws. The alligator's wagging his tongue. I like the. That's why I was just like, I'm sitting in my living room and I'm just like laughing my ass off and I'm like, this is fucking unneeded but needed at the same time. Like this is not like a walk away like learning life experience or like a light bulb goes off after you watch kind of watch a kind of film, but like what it was and what it was supposed to be like i think it hit the nail on the head yeah i can see like that's why i made a note of it because i was like serial killers okay cool then it was like yeah no it's a group of them so i was like wait a minute <laughs> okay that's cool then they're like but no wait there's more satanic rituals like i said it's they could have ended it be without adding all of with like just the first part of that story was enough yeah. for me 
Right. Okay, the first part, but then, dude, come on. Then they go. It was too much. Then they then they reveal that the town made a fucking deal. That's where the movie really lost me. Yeah. Was when she stand. They're like talking to the animatronic characters. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) I was like, wait. They cut a deal to feed them deplorables and like people they saw or they felt. Were if like they, if they promised not to come outside yeah. and eat people in town. Yeah, and then I said, and then some innocents. I'm like, that's fucked up. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then she fucking raises Liv as her own when she's stolen child. Yeah, was she? She fed... stole a baby, a cop. Uh, what'd you guys think of the dude's beard, the other cop? I felt like it was too clean. It wasn't real. Yeah, I said nah. real, it was as real as the color hair on Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a beard actually have just for men beard brushed yeah. into the goddamn thing yeah. before. Yeah. It, it was, was too black. It looked like when Hulk Hogan uh painted his it, <laughs> NWO. Uh, Generation X. Yeah. Uh I thought that the Spanish turtle was hilarious because it was like span it was like a Spaniard she, and a Mexican. She him, when she beats him up. Yeah. With the, what was that, a guitar? So, uh, whatever the fuck it was. And he was she like, beat him up with something, and he's like, please stop. Yeah. This hurts. And then he's yeah. like, Ow, I, I, my balls. Yeah. Sucks to be you, Chica. Sucks to be you, friend. Oh, oh, yeah this dude is a spaniard and a mexican at the same time I'm like what the yeah. fuck is going on and then i said music break this is mandy part two <laughs> and then red state gets obliterated awesome part when she i always like when like people that feel like their like system or like their they like what they put in place like doesn't apply to them like when they're inside and like the shit like i i love that she got fucked she's like no i made a plan i'd like to nominate that for kill of the movie yeah by the way. yeah kill of the movie yeah, is 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 sparkle motion dude she got fail, failing to show her devotion dude yeah. she fucking got obliterated and, and but it wasn't just that it was that she got cut in half, but then the delayed, yeah, yeah, the, the delayed mechanical blood spurt yeah. fucking made that for yeah, me. Legit. Uh, and then I said, "Is uh, the birthday song scene was legit anxiety for me?" I don't know about you guys, but like the slowed down fucking like haziness that he was, and I was like, "Is the song like fucking him up too?" You know when they hit the like easy button on the wall and it was like it's yeah. your birthday. And then he's all like That's like, what I'm telling you. They kept pointing out the sodas. Like yeah. I feel like it was an angle that they should have worked. And then at that point, I was like, "Wait, is this color out of space?" Because they started putting in the fucking like 
purple tinge and like the little the, ribbons, the yeah. ribbons. And I was like, color. I was like, oh my god. But yeah, nah. And then I was like, nah, it's not color out of space or Mandy. When he starts fighting the weasel, I said, fuck that. This is Grizzly Three. Your birthday party sucks. Because the weasel got fucking juiced. And when he comes out with the fucking... Yo, the fucking weasel was... Like, why were... How how did he have so much trouble with the fucking weasel? I don't know. He was fucking him up. And I like that he preemptively... Wrapped his body in, in duct tape? Yeah. Duct tape, man. Duct tape. But, uh... Yeah. Now, this movie is legit. I can see where... It faltered, but I was so on, like, high-octane, like, Nicolas Cage just fucking people up. Well, not people, but, you know, the robots. That, like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, tell me, tell me who else, who, oh, Candyman showed up, too? Like, yeah, throw more shit in there. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I do like the Freebird song that they put in. Yeah, the- that was fitting. I don't know, it was like when when he was th- like when it was coming in, I was like, "Give me my fucking keys now." <laughs> See, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Then the movie lost me again. When it got outside, I he thought just that took was... the bitch with him. Well, they they had an understanding. I felt because that's what I didn't get. I was like, so, and then she, and I'm yeah. like, he like, handed her the soda. Now she's one of him. Yeah. Whatever's in that, I'm hoping. I'm yeah. hoping that they're gonna do something. Yeah. And then this is a question that I had once we got to the end of the movie because like Tex Tex and his buddy didn't make it. I did like uh his buddy Jed's fucking beanie with just a single axe on it. Thought that was cool. Um but funny, I, I also enjoyed that beanie. I was like, that's a dope beanie. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, I said that too. I was like, I wonder if I could get that. Yeah, if I could get that. But my question part of the movie was was his beating. <laughs> yeah. But questions that I had at the end cuz I said I wrote down here I said this movie exists just because. That's, that's there's no like trying to dig deep or like this just it's just the movie exists. But I was like 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 you had what's in the soda? Where was Nicolas Cage going? And who the fuck is he? Right. That's what I'm saying is like they left all this important shit like out. Yeah. But they put all this unnecessary shit that you didn't need to have an enjoyable movie. Yeah. But I'm thinking because I was looking up, right, because I had these questions. I'm like, where was he going? Because like, yeah, randomly he was on that road. Okay, sure. But where was he going? Because he had the whole fucking trunk full of sodas. He looks like a man on a mission. He is a fucking total badass to be able to do all this shit like it's not just some random dude but they're saying that when i was looking stuff up that uh they said if there had been a lot of support for the movie that a sequel would be made and they're saying that this february of 2021 it was confirmed that a sequel is in development maybe we find out where he was going maybe he was maybe he's part Mm. of you know what I'm saying? Like I say, I say you bring Nicolas Cage into the writing room for that one and just yeah. let his brain yeah. He's just fucking, fly. He's fucking ah. <laughs> just fucking let him loose. Yeah, because like I felt like because this this was uh, initially like uh, I think you said uh, 
based on a on a thing but the the uh if i'm not mistaken the 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 writer dude had submitted this to like one of those things like feast yeah right and then that's how it got picked up it was called like bloody bloody list or so, uh, blood list they said that uh the writer uh, was advised to make the film to expand his career but he was displeased with how his first attempt came out uh he put the uh, script on blood list seeking to have pe- other people like help him out and produce it and like make it you know better uh and then it said that the script was featured on the site and it caught the attention of like Nicholas, Nicholas Cage so Nicholas Cage is on yeah. there everybody yeah. listen to that yeah get your scripts up there cuz Nicholas Cage is down yeah. to fuck he's yeah. down for whatever just put him in it yeah even if it doesn't speak yeah, he'll take the role. And then it says here, <laughs> the, I clicked on Bloodless. It says uh, it says it's a survey of unproduced thriller or horror scripts voted upon by industry professionals. It is similar to the Blacklist. Uh, it was created in 2009 by Kaylee Marsh. Uh, Steve Barton of Dread Central has called it one of the most vital and necessary horror resources you'll ever need to break into the business. But yeah, now nah, yeah, say do what Ryan said. Throw your fucking scripts up there, cause Nick, dude, imagine that shit. If Nicholas Cage, Cage is just randomly scrolling through shit, he's like animatonic robots. You know, I've always wanted to do a silent film. I wonder if I don't have to talk in this. He's like, I bet you if I come to them and tell them I'll be in it, but I don't want to talk, they'll be yeah. cool with that. Yeah. Like they were like, wait, who wants to? Andy's gonna pay for it. Yes. Sign me up. Whatever he wants. Yeah. He can come in and he can play Caster Troy in it. Yeah. If he fucking wants to. <laughs> we'll write it in. Oh, man. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, but like you said, Banana Nights. Banana Nights. Oh, my God. <laughs> Banana Splits the movie, which <laughs> I've never seen. Banana Nights and five, <laughs> and five, five Freddy Split. You guys saw Banana Splits the movie? You like that one? Hell yeah. I never yeah, saw. Yeah. I never saw it. That was a sci-fi movie, and okay. it was awesome. All right, I'll have to check it, it out. It was so gory. I have to check it out. Um, and then, and then, like my kids, my my kid has been on on watch for this Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and then I was like, dude, that movie's probably never ever coming out because you got banana splits, and they basically just made Five Nights at Freddy with Nicolas Cage. Right. You know, because it's the same exact deal. Like, someone has to spend the night and watch. Are you, why you got to, like, be a dream killer? Let it, let, it, let him dream. Nah, I said never You're like, it ain't happening. It ain't it's happening, reality. kid. Kid, it ain't fucking happening. Get it out of your mind. I can see, see what you're saying with, like, some of the plot points being, uh, like. Overall, I'm not mad I watched no. it, though. No. No, I loved it. I, I loved, loved it. him. I loved him beating up the fucking animatronics. Everything else I totally could have done without. Yeah. God mode. I didn't even give a fuck about the YAs, the fucking young adults. I was like, are these guys teenagers? And then they had a sex that scene. That was the I other was like, thing I didn't get is everybody else in that town is a fucking bumpkin. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, but then they had the the unnecessary sex scene, which I was like, okay. And then like that, but it was cool. It was funny because they had to implement the French alligator, you know, the wee wee and the super duper fucking phone fun room. Which I thought oh, was, oh, oh. yeah, oh, mon chéri, mon sou. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it delivered. To me, it delivered. Because I remember when we we had this on the rundown 
mu- a mu- like months ago, and we played the trailer, and I think all three of us in the room came back and we were like, "This is unnecessary, but I'm here for it." <laughs> Ryan Frozen. We've got director Kevin Lewis from uh, what's for sure going to become a cult classic, Willie's Wonderland. Uh, how you doing today, man? Well, I'm doing great, buddy. I'm stoked to be here with you and to talk to everybody. And Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks for doing this again. Sure. Uh, and uh, before we get going, huge fan of the movie and all the mayhem. Congratulations for you know getting it, everything all together and uh, putting it out for everybody to enjoy. Thank you. Yeah. So how'd you get into uh, the world of uh, making movies? What ignited uh, your fire? Um, well, you know, I, I grew up in Denver, Colorado, and uh, I, I loved movies since I was a kid. Of course, you know, growing up in the 70s, Star Wars was like the, the, the thing, right? And mm-hmm. I felt like it was like handed down by God. Okay. So like Star Wars, like there it is, you know, but Raiders of Lost Ark was the movie that really inspired me on how to, a director makes a film, shooting and cutting and pacing. And then, of course, taking that step further and Sam Raimi, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 seeing what he did with the camera, you know? So yeah. I was hooked on movies and uh, I made little super eight movies and VHS movies when I was, you know, growing up um, all the way through college, you know? So um, just love, you know, getting a camera and telling a story. Yeah. I like that. You referenced the evil dead stuff. This uh, one of my, my favorites, mm-hmm. like you said, you were making movies as a kid. I remember, you know, um, when I had my little high eight, camera in yeah. college um trying to do yeah. my you know learning and uh doing mm-hmm. shorts a little bit little short films yeah the movie how'd you hear about the script you know how'd you initially get attached to the project so angel this is a really cool story uh siren sarah who uh jessica davis plays mm-hmm. um she was in an acting class with geo parsons who wrote the script Yep. And she took it to her husband, Jeremy Daniel Davis, who is a friend of mine, producer friend. And um, he brought it to me and then I attached myself to it. And then we decided we got to we got to get this movie made. And uh, so that was kind of the origin for me. And um, uh, Jeremy, I worked with before in a bunch of uh, different projects. And this was just like this is special. And uh we, you know, I went and got an artist and, and did some keyframes and some um, art artwork uh, for the movie, and uh, and then we went and got a you know casting director uh, and we went and made an offer to Nick um, and went to his manager Mike Nylon, which Mike was great. Mike Nylon and Nick are both uh, producers of the movie, okay. and so they really liked it. You know, they liked the script and and you talk about Evil Dead. That was kind of my take on it when I read it. I was like, this is my version of an Evil Dead. Like I can you know, wacky and just off the wall. And this, I could go have a lot of fun with this, you know? So that was kind of the, that excited me when I read the script, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Like when, when we initially saw the trailer, it was like, like, okay, this is going to be bananas. Like you can <laughs> already tell this is going to be like off the wall. You know, totally. mayhem. And, and it was like very cut and dry. Mm-hmm. But like, once you get into the movie, like you, you know, there's there's layers to this, you know, like at one point I was like, OK, this is awesome because like all the mayhem that's going on. And then you start sprinkling, yeah. you know, and it's like, wait, what? Yeah. 
there's yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, like, uh, you know, because I, when I was researching for the movie, I saw that the, like, Geo Parsons had, um, you said he wrote it and submitted it and all that stuff to, like, that's, yeah. but uh, then you said you got attached to it that way and presented it to Nick. So what was yeah. the, the hardest aspect, um, you know, of the, like, of the movie to bring to life? You know, you're dealing with animatronics, special effects. Mm-hmm different levels of actors and you know mm-hmm. layers like i said you know um the creatures were were a difficult thing you know i want to make sure that they looked real like mm-hmm. from chuck e cheese and showbiz pizza stuff mm-hmm. that i grew back you know grew up with and i want to make practical effects in this movie i didn't want a lot of cg and so making sure we did that making sure the creatures looked real how to shoot the creatures I did a 70-page shot list at the beginning of the movie uh, in pre-production. I shot listed everything, man. Because I knew this movie was not a fly-at-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of movie. This was a very deliberate film. Yeah. And so I wanted to shoot it that way. And um, I knew I needed to have, have different pieces you know, to make. And I shot the cut. I didn't have a lot of uh, takes. And I just designed it in my head of how to cut this movie and put it together. So... Um, because you know, I had twenty days of shooting, so oh, wow. yeah. So, so you created the the atmosphere and everything off that initial. Because that was like one of the things that took mm-hmm. me back, like, uh, like, like right off the rip. Like I was like, I'm loving the atmosphere of the, the movie yeah. was creating, like right off, you know. Great. Um, and the whole thing, you know, was welcome to Willie's Wonderland, you know, and then yeah. Cage, you know, Nicholas Cage not talking. Amazing, it's, it's, right? Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was yeah. like, all right, this is like he's in God mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, the thing was, is like, I want to make a movie that was a love letter to the 80s because that's when I really, you know, grew up in. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it didn't take place in the 80s, but it had the heartbeat and the vibe, you know, of it, you know, and that's why I, I, I felt, you know, taking 80s tropes too of like, you know, the kids and like they're, you know, at art, you know, super happy fun room and they're getting on with Artie. Like that's a total 80s trope. Nowadays, these kids wouldn't do that. They're a lot smarter, right? But now that like, that's what I would want to do. I want to take all the 80s stuff that we all grew up with and kind of salute it, you know, kind of make homage to it and kind of just reference it. And I feel the movie is very uh, self-aware. It knows what it is. You know, um, mm-hmm. I have these actors play it pretty straight because it, you could have like winked at the camera and do all that, but I was like, no, let's, let's we're gonna play this straight. And some of the comedy and everything comes from them playing it straight because it's just like you said, a bon- it's a it's a gonzo movie, man. It's just a bonkers yeah. film, you know. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to try to make it as real as possible, and that was you know making designing the creatures that way, practical effects that way, you know, stuff like that. So I I feel like. Uh... You know, because we ask the question when we review a film and it's like, you know, did it deliver, you know, because like what initially brings us to want to review a movie and watch it. And then like after the fact that it delivered and like it was unanimous, you know, all three of us were like, yeah, it delivered. Because like, I oh, mean, it's awesome. like, it's up for, like, even it's just like the turnaround with like the first, you know, the first uh, encounter of, uh, you know, the, the ostrich. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was just like, from there, I was just like, okay, you know. And and then, again, there's a little, at least to me, an Evil Dead trope in there. 
you know, with the what what the creature says to him, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny. Someone picked up on that today too, and they said the same thing. Um, yeah, and that was a puppet. You know, the rest were suits. So mm-hmm. we had stunt men and women in the suits, and we had Ken Hall did the creatures. He did such a great job, and um, there were pulleys in the suits. And so the stunt cre- stunt people, men and women, would be in the suits, and they would do these pulleys, and that's what move the eyes and the mouth because that's what really sells you with the animatronics. But Ozzy was a puppet, so we had two guys in green smocks for green screen, you know, you, doing the puppet. So I, I love how that starts with that. It's, it was kind of like a boss level. Totally. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like so. the pinball, the drinking, and he's moving up yeah. the level. That's right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. There's so, a salute um, to video games in a way. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and like you said, to go back to when you said the the super duper the fun room, yeah, I just yelled out allig- like alligator time. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, you uh, knew what's funny is like I wasn't playing it like, oh god, what's going around the corner and what yeah. like you you set the whole thing up right, yeah. but that's the kind of fun of it because you're watching it going, you two kids, you idiot kids, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, you're gonna you know. And that's what, and that 80s, man, they did that all the time, right? Let's split up. Let's do the, oh, you know, like yeah. crazy stuff, right? And they're yeah. fun movies to look back on. They're fun. And uh, that's what I wanted to do with this. So. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, to go back to the atmosphere, uh, I, there yeah. was like a little bit of like the flashes of the, the purple and like the, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the, the color, the orbs, I guess you, you could call it, which yeah. is like just a nice touch because it seemed like, so out of like the realm of like the world like so you created that with that the lighting and like all that stuff which i thought was phenomenal yeah we did uh my, my whole thing was a colorful dark so we yeah. knew it was a dark subject matter it was kids we're taking a twist on that it's a dark subject matter but it needed to be colorful very pastels and like these kid places are right yeah. and so i wanted to make kind of an acid trip movie just kind of my whole my whole thing I, I, I was thinking about was like punk rock and a rave at two in the morning. Like that was like the vibe of making willies. I always kept that in mind, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to give it away, but the birthday song scene. Yeah. Was it gave me anxiety. <laughs> Great. <laughs> like awesome, awesome scene on there. So, um, you know, you had uh, multiple people to work with, um, you know, but how was it working with Nicolas Cage? And his method of acting, you know, which I've always been a huge fan of his, but uh, mm-hmm. his output mm-hmm. lately uh, has been, I would say, you know, catapulting him to even more iconic status, you know. But how was mm-hmm. it directing him and, and you know, everybody else involved? Like, how was it the, the group dynamic? I mean, it was great. You know, Nick, I'll say, like I said, three things about Nick. You know, we know he's an Academy Award winner, amazing actor, a genre to himself. It's like the Nick, yeah. Cage, Nick Cage genre. And then we got the uh, uh, second one is an incredible partner to make a movie with. I mean, incredible, you know, and the third is just a great human being, a decent guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, just a great guy, man. And so um, we didn't have one creative disagreement on this movie. We saw eye to eye. I mean, Nick brought so much to the table. I think a lot of actors would have shied away and not wanting to do what he did. You know, it's a very kind of a threatening part because there's no dialogue and everything and uh it's just incredible what he brought to it he was channeling charles bronson from once upon a time in the west that was kind of his thing and um uh and so yeah it was a dream i mean we got along famously and we all we saw the same movie very important angel 
when you make a picture that you work with people to see the same movie because when you don't that's when the problems start right and so he and i were on the same wavelength of this whole whole picture oh that's good so the the not talking was that uh like a creative choice like right off right off the top or was that something that was developed like the day of or like you know doing working towards you know first day of production no, that was in the script. So when I read Gio's script, he didn't talk, except he did one line at the very end. But we decided that, you know, Nick Nick was like, you know what? The janitor doesn't speak unless he's spoken, unless he feels like he needs to, and he doesn't need to. And so we just cut it, you know, and it was great, you know. And you also have Beth Grant in this. You know, she's oh, recognizable yeah. for awesome work, Donnie Darko, Speed. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. No Country for yeah. Old Men. Yeah. And, uh, the other guy that, that that stood out to me was just funny. Uh, was uh, uh, what's his name? Chris Warner. Great. Uh, like that was. It's such a. It's 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 a huge role for the movie because like if mm-hmm. once you watch it, like you realize like what's going on, and it's like, you know, there's like a, a, a tit for tat. Like everybody's got to do their their work in order for yeah. it to you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. like I legit say like. You know, when you watch the trailer, you're, you, you, you're going to get what you watch in the trailer, but there's so many layers to it because, like, even that, there's, like, that that twist. You know what I yeah. mean? Where you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wait, they, <laughs> yeah. they did yeah. this, too? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, he, Chris was such a great guy. Uh, we, uh, we, we did the scene, and then I was like, hey, let's do some improv, and he was working on stuff and kind of bringing stuff up because I said, Jed's like a motor mouth. He just doesn't shut up, you know? And so we yeah. just keep talking. And man, what a fantastic actor. Just, just We had such a great time together. Oh, that's cool. I liked his hat. I was... Yeah. With the with the axe on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. But, uh, all right. So, you know, the movie the movie has been well-received. Um, I think, I think so, at least to me, you know, and I've seen yeah. it on the internet and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. how fun... You know, like crazy is it to see, you know, the premise, you know, come to life with your direction and for it to be welcomed like fully, you know, um, like how does that, you know, make you it's, feel? It, it's awesome. I mean, you know, to see people get it, you know, this movie is called Willie's Wonderland, right? So it's like it's 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 leave your brain at the door for 90 minutes and have fun. And that was kind of the intention behind it. And mm-hmm. for people to say, hey, I watched this three or four times. I loved it or you know uh, there's so many different ones said that you know willie's wonderland is the cure to whatever ails you it's like they get it you know some other yeah. people don't like it they say you know it's stupid or whatever it's like well they, they need to lighten up man. lighten up francis you know it's yeah, like just yeah, they yeah. need you know it's all good though hey that's what makes horse racing so i'm i'm no. fine um you know uh there's plenty of people that love this movie and excited about it and it's just you know i mean Angel, man, I'm, I mean, my, my, I've got four kids, two teens and two little guys at five and seven. And my teenager daughter, she's showing me TikTok and they're making Willie out of, out of, out of a pipe, you know, um, what you call it? Um, uh, what is it? Pipe cleaners. It's pipe cleaners. They're making Willie yeah. out of pipe cleaners. And um, it's just awesome, you know, and, and wow. people want pop finals of these things and they want the punch pop and, it's you know this movie was made out of a lot of love for the fans. You do you want okay cool yeah, the t-shirt uh, nice you want the t-shirt okay good <laughs> we gotta work on that we gotta get you one uh, yeah the, man there's a lot of love you know when I made this movie I'm a big pop culture fan myself I, right. I'm a comic book collector 
uh, at times I would direct Nick with like, Hey, this is issue two through two thirty three is Superman, you know, like wow. he got it. It was the yeah. coolest thing. Right. And so I, um, I'm a big pop culture collector. I've got star Wars figures and the old Kenner ones and Hasbro. And I mean, I, I got the comics. I mean, I, I'm a huge, you know, and, and, and span. So I made that movie for us, man. I made it for people. And you know, I, I, I didn't want the movie to be, Hey, we're trying to sell you this and sell you that it's literally for the love of, of pop culture. And so like the pinball machine and the t-shirt and the punch pop and all that stuff, that came out of love, man, to make this movie and just have people have fun. I wanted to bring fun back to cinema, you know, like in the eighties when we just watched some of these movies and just had a good time with friends, you know, the whole goal was for this movie to be like a midnight madness screening, you know, and just, you know, slapping five and just enjoying each other and hanging out watching the movie and then of course covid happened and but what was cool was is that my kids did the watch parties so the teenagers are there with their friends they've got 30 people doing a watch party and that just made me feel so happy man to see that you know so i want to make more movies like willie's that's the goal you know awesome yeah that's uh, actually that's i was going to lead to my my next question you know uh, us you know you you got this under your belt it's out there and it's doing its own thing now organically um, but you know, any future projects coming up, um, you know, or any, it's not, you know, if you don't, can't divulge too much, no, no, but... I, I just, I've got some genre movies I'm working on They're They're getting close on some of them. And so we'll just keep it going. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to be in the vein of, of Willie's and, uh, I'm excited about them, you know, oh, and, yeah. uh, they're going to be entertaining and uh, that's why I want this kind of brand to be right. If you see, so if you see me attached to something, it's going to be fun and exciting and a genre movie and. That's what I want, you know, and see my kids, man. Like I told you, that just brought so much joy to me. That's, that's why I'm excited. And Willie's has brought a lot of joy to a lot of people, man. People just are doing all this fan art. Angel is just the coolest thing, you know, and um, I'm just really excited about everybody loving our film, you know, because the crew did the crew. It's funny. I talked to Kat today. She did special effects. It's like, she's like, you know, we had such a great time and you could tell, I think in the movie, right? Like the crew had a great time making this. Oh, in the morning, sure. they would come up with a smile on their face, and the evening, they'd leave with it, you know, and that was really cool, so. For sure, and then, like you said, uh, the, the special effects, for sure, like, the practical use of it, you know, the 80s, you know, like, I, I, yeah. that's, like, a, a thing, you know, that a lot of people enjoy, is the, yeah. the practical, you know, and uh, I, I love that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that it was using oil, to simulate yeah. blood. Yes. You know, the from black, the animatronics. I call it yeah, I call it yeah, the black uh, Bring in the black yeah. yeah, and I was just like, you know, because he's ruthless to these things, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and it was just like, it's spraying, and I'm just like, wait a minute, that's that's oil, but it's so like, you're into yeah. it because of the violence, and you're like, you're already associated yeah. with, you know, the blood, the blood spray. Yeah, honest, yeah, but it was it's like so funny. It's so funny because you saw some um, some reviews, and they're like, you know, why isn't he hiding around? I want to see Nick Cage hide. It's like, who wants to see Nick Cage hide around, man? Like, I don't no. go to town on these things, man. You know? No. <laughs> no, and that was that was the thing. Like, you know, one in the beginning, you know, to go back to to the ostrich, you know, because he's. It was like you know they gave him a task, and he was going to finish that yeah. task. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. And it was just yeah. like, hey, man, you're you're messing up my task and you're yes. stopping me from doing what I'm supposed right. to finish here. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So 
Yeah. But, uh, so, you, you know what's hilarious? I had one, someone told me they felt like it was a sequel to Mandy because after Mandy, he's so drug tripped out and whatever. And he like just stumbles into Willie's and, and I was like, wow, I mean, I'll take that. Don't tell Panos. He's probably upset about that. But yeah. I mean, that's, that's I, cool. You know, <laughs> I legit, to, to piggyback off of that, yeah. when I was making notes, yeah. I was like, is this yeah. Mandy too? Uh, it's awesome, I said this. I said the same thing. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. and like, and, and the colors and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it was like, you know, and like you said, the acid trip stuff. So like, yeah. but no, yeah, I, I can't say that. You know, I loved, I loved it. Like you said, turn off your brain. But then mm-hmm. there's layers. So I, 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 yeah. I've been telling everybody you have, you have to see it. You know what I mean? You have to watch Great. it. You know, because I mean, there's, there's, there's been other movies that have come out. You know, with the animatronics, you know, mm-hmm. was the, the the banana splits movie, and you know, but I'm like, this is it's, it was nothing like like that. So you got this, cool. you know, you gotta watch Great. this one. But you, um, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. How I finish, I had some questions, and you know, I might not get any, I might not get the answers, but where where was he going? Huh. <laughs> You know what um, I'm saying? Because like yeah. the character we got in the movie is such a badass. Like, where was that badass on his way to? Because it, it plays out like it's totally random. So mm-hmm. I'm 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 assuming that it's totally random. So like who is the janitor, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. Um here's the thing I'll say. Um I like the mystery to it. Yeah. I like people filling in the blanks. I was a big fan of Choose Your Own Adventure as a kid. I would love to right. turn to page 12, right? And, you just, mm-hmm. oh my God, yeah. and so for me, um, I leave that up to you and the viewers. I've heard so many amazing, like wild stories. Like it's yeah. just awesome, right? Yeah. Um, I kind of have what I was thinking in my head, but Nick's thinking something else. And yeah. other people think, so for me, it's like, uh, you know, when people go, I got to ask the question, where are they going after the movie, right? That Him and Liv driving off. And I said to the sequel, but the thing is, is, uh, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I, hopefully there'll be more adventures with the janitor and we can fill in some of those things that you're talking about. Um, what I like about it is we don't give everything away. We leave things up to the imagination. And I love movies that do that rather than just fill in all the blanks. I think now we're in such a thing where it's like, everything has to be filled in. Everything has to be, you know, detailed backstory, blah, blah. I love that we just kind of is. And that's, again, the 80s, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of John Carpenter movies felt that way and, and everything. And so, you know, that that's kind of how I feel it. You know, like like the Roddy Piper uh, character and They Live, like we really don't know too much about him, you know? Like, know. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, at the end of my notes, you know, I said I had questions, you know? And then I yeah. said, and then I was, I kept thinking, like you said, you know, you didn't, there's no blanks to fill other than my speculations and that's awesome because it get it got me thinking yeah. like you know who is this person like yeah. so even after that story is told like there's still it's itching for yes. more story to be told you know what i mean that's and right. i said that's so right. i just said so i said so like this willie's wonderland just exists because like just, <laughs> just because mm-hmm. You know, and I thought yeah. that that was, you know, great because, like, you know, it doesn't. It's I, for me, it felt like it wasn't over. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Good. So. Leave them wanting more. That was my all my yeah, motto. Yeah. And you want more, that's great. Yeah. And then I had speculation of like, is the soda giving him the the the, the badass yeah. powers or like you yeah, know maybe. the drive? So like <laughs> you know, like what's maybe, in that right? what's in that soda? There you go. What's in the soda? <laughs> but yeah, I definitely like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I love what you guys did. Um, you know, what you guys put yeah. together. Thank you. you. And I don't want to take up too much of your time, but yeah, it was awesome talking to you. Oh, loved um, it. Loved it, Angel. Thank you so much and, for having uh, me. No doubt. Thanks for doing this. Um, yep, and yep. Uh, where can people follow you or check in with you? Social media, Facebook. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have I, uh, Instagram. It's like Kevin Lewis official, and then I have a Twitter. I believe it's uh, Kevin Lewis Movie Maker. So check it out. I have all kinds of stuff about Willie's there if you're interested. Perfect. Perfect. So right. make sure you guys uh, check out Willie's Wonderland if you haven't yet. It's mm -hmm. uh, streaming on all your favorite streaming options. So yeah, check it out. You won't be disappointed. I promise. Thanks, Angel. Appreciate it. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Yeah, nah, he he bounced, but uh, he's all. <laughs> he's just dude. Look at his face. It looks awesome because he's, he's like. He looks bucket. like his yeah. eyes are shut. He looks like uh uh Dave Brocky's nutsack right now. But yeah, uh, he does. Yeah, he's right. there. On that note, I think I think we're pretty much wrapped up for tonight. Movie was awesome, pacing was good, believability, fuck yeah, I can believe Nicolas Cage beating the fuck out of anything. Um Hell yeah. But uh I think that's it, right, Mandy? That's all. So that's all for this adventure into debauchery uh if you know you know but if you're new here uh you can find us on this on the spotify apple and amazon sexy streaming apps and pretty much all the dark corners of the world subscribe and leave a rating follow us on all the social media platforms at that strange show and uh tell your grandma they'll love us yeah and remember strange is better